0: The Human Podcast features weekly service audio from the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia.
1: Please visit us at human.org.
2: Good morning, Human. My name is David Krober. I'm a member of this congregation. And on behalf of our Reverend Dave Dunn, our Director of Religious Exploration, Lexi Tangney Brown, uh, our Music Director, Alex Peach, our talented Chalice Choir behind me, I'd like to welcome you to Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation, which we lovingly called Human. No matter who you are, who you love, or where you are in your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. Got some announcements this morning, but first, uh, for Youth RE, uh, we are offering a playgroup right now during the service, and then RE curriculum at 1115. So if there's any children or children at heart that would like to join play playgroup, you're welcome to go ahead and exit now. Good. So a few uh, announcements, we have some adult enrichment offerings this morning. Please refer to your order of worship that will have the room locations and the topics. Those will be downstairs, you go through uh, the Fellowship Hall and then downstairs for those sessions, and they'll be at 11:15 after the service. Uh, the results of our stewardship campaign are in. We received $239,274 in pledges from 94 different pledge units. So nearly 40% of the congregation were able to increase their pledge over last year, and we had 10 new pledge units this year. So thank you all once again for your generosity, and a special thank you to the stewardship team who is chaired by Martin Podorowski. So let's give a hand. (laughs) Uh, We have a congregational meeting coming up that will be on Sunday, May 21st at 12 noon. Uh, There will be food to share during second hour prior to the meeting, and uh, we'll be electing new board members at this meeting. So if you're able to come, please mark your calendars, and we'll see you on the 21st. Um, I believe we have a Summer RE announcement from Lori, all right?
3: Good morning. Um, I'm here to talk to you about the Summer RE program. Um, That is when our teachers take a break for the year, and the rest of us get to have some fun time spending time with the children and youth of the congregation doing non-curriculum fun activities. In your order of worship, on page two, there's that teeny little square QR code, and I am going to show you live and in person how easy this is to do. You don't need a scanner or a reader. You open your camera. Watch. Ah! It pulls up the schedule. And I see Bob Pop has signed up. Mary Beth, Elizabeth, thank you. All right, what's open? June 4th I'm going to sign myself up. So if you have an idea of something to do, you can type it in. If you have no idea, you can just put, I need help, and we will get an idea for you to do. I think I'm going to do friendship bracelets like these. All right, friendship bracelets. Save. Okay. Um, it says I need two adults. If I have somebody, I will get them to sign up. If I don't, I will just put, ah, I need another person. But I, hmm, let me just, let me just do this real quick. Hello? Hey, girl. Um, hey. You, you want to teach, listen, you want to teach some RE with me on June 4th? Uh, is
4: that the part of the MCY program? Yes. Oh, I thought those slots were already filled a long time ago. They should have been.
3: Well, yes, but there's still a few open, and we're going to do friendship bracelets.
4: Oh, what's the date? I'll check my calendar.
3: June 4th. Okay, I'll wait for you. Go ahead and check right now. <laughs>
4: okay, hold on. That's wide open, and Perfect. I'd love to do it with you. Anything for the MCY program, you, Lexi, and human.
3: Awesome. Thanks, hon.
4: Hope the rest of them fill up today.
3: Me too. Bye. All right, sign up, Carolyn Lee. Boom, done. That's how easy it is.
5: Good morning. UU religious educator Joan Goodwin writes Hopefully, the awareness will come that each of us began long before a personal day of birth. That our beginning was one with the beginning of life and that the ancient ways of growing and knowing discovered by countless forms of life since the beginning still live in us and shape the lives we call our own. We must understand the nature and needs of this life process of which we are an expression and we must heed and honor them In the way we live our individual lives may it be so
4: when we are young it's the illusion of perfection that we fall in love with as we age it's the humanness that we fall in love with the poignant stories of overcoming the deep vulnerability of aging the struggles that grew us in karmic structure, the way a soul shaped itself to our circumstances. With less energy to hold up our armor, we are revealed. And in the revealing, we call out to each other's hearts. We once saw imperfect scars. We now see evidence of a life fully lived.
1: Purple with a red hat which doesn't go and doesn't suit me and I shall spend my pension on brandy and summer gloves and satin sandals and say we've no money for butter I shall sit down on the pavement when I'm tired and gobble up samples in shops and press alarm bells and run my stick along the public railings and make up for the sobriety of my youth I shall go out in slippers in the rain and pick flowers in other people's gardens and learn to spit. <laughs> and you can wear terrible shirts and grow more fat and eat three pounds of sausages at a go or only bread in a pickle for a week and hoard pens and pencils and beer mats and things in boxes. But now we must have clothes that keep us dry and pay our rent and not swear in the street and set a good example for the children. We must have friends to dinner and read the papers, and maybe I ought to practice a little now, so people know me are not too shocked and surprised when suddenly I am old and start to wear purple. (laughs)
0: years ago I was living in Oregon and I had taken to hanging out in the native longhouse on the campus of Oregon State University. Go Beavers! (laughs) And I met a young native man that coordinated activities there. He invited me to participate in a celebration luncheon that they were having. The crowd was of mixed ages, and mostly from the native tribes in the area. And I didn't know anyone else except for the coordinator. And he was busy. So I was kind of sitting at my table when we all rose to hear a blessing of the food. Then everyone started lining up to eat. The food line was moving along nicely, but I wasn't really hungry, so I was kind of hanging back. But then I noticed that the food line kind of stalled. And I was mentally assessing the situation when I noticed that all the people who had already gotten their food were older people. And the line queued up seemed to be all middle-aged and students. They were clearly waiting for something. And now I noticed further that they were all looking at me. <laughs> Slowly, a light dawned, and I understood what all the young Native people in the room already knew. They were waiting for me. I was an elder in their eyes, and I was being treated to the first of the food, which, was their, which is their shared tradition. I humbly rose and took my place at the head of the line, mumbling something about how I was not used to that kind of respect. It's true in our Western culture that older people are not widely respected. More often, there is invisibility, dismissal, or at worst, abuse. These days, most of us get a felt sense of know, or knowing that we are elders or elderly, when we no longer match the culture's ideas of beautiful, or when some malady that the physician attributes to your aging human body announces itself, or when you get your Medicare information by mail. (laughs) The word elder has a relative and absolute meaning. An elder can be someone who is older than the other people being compared like an elder sister, or in my case, older than the college kids that were waiting for food. In their eyes, I was elder. In my eyes, not so much, (laughs) especially 10 years ago. Another meaning for elder is a person in a group that has some kind of leadership or senior role. We see that sometimes in churches or other civic organizations. We all have to grapple with the reality of getting older, and we're lucky, to, lucky if we manage to do it in a conscious manner. My question for us is what does it mean to be an elder at human? Are there special activities for us, special responsibilities? What do we want our human culture to hold for those of us who pass 65, 70, 75, or 80 and beyond. My final words are for the younger ones here. I wish that you find out that you're an elder, not because you are diminished in some way, but because you are being honored and respected by a loving community like human.
6: Don Gross, who is an elder Human, couldn't be with us today, but he gave us permission to read his wisdom. First ever the pragmatic one, Don asked Chet, GPT, what advice an 84-year-old might give to young ones on living a good life, and here's what it said. As an AI language model, I don't have personal experience or emotions. However, Here's some advice that an 84-year-old might give to teenagers on living a good life. Don't be afraid to take risks. Life is full of opportunities and you should be willing to take chances to pursue your dreams and goals. Number two, stay curious and keep learning. The world is constantly changing and it's important to stay curious and open-minded to new ideas and experiences. Number three, build strong relationships. Relationships are an important part of a fulfilling life, so invest time and effort in building meaningful connections with family, friends, and others. Number four, take care of your health. You, your physical and mental health are essential to your well-being, so prioritize good nutrition, exercise, and self-care. Number five, find joy in simple pleasures. Life is not always about big achievements or milestones. Sometimes it's the small things that bring us the most joy. Number six, be kind and compassionate. Treat others with kindness and empathy and seek to make a positive impact on the world. Number seven, stay true to yourself. Don't be afraid to be authentic and true to yourself, even if it means going against the crowd or taking a different path than others. Embrace change. Number eight, change is inevitable. So learn to adapt and embrace new experiences and challenges with a positive attitude. Number nine, find purpose and meaning. Pursue activities and goals that give your life purpose and meaning and that align with your values and beliefs. And finally, number 10, live in the present moment. Life is precious and fleeting, so make the most of each day and enjoy the present moment. So this is back to Don here, ChatGPT is done. He says, your world is going to be permeated with artificial intelligence. The above is a small example. Start using it not to blindly follow its advice, but to develop value judgments on what you are told. Its response is based solely on how the question is framed. Poorly worded question will result in misleading or wrong advice. But I can agree with the advice that was given above. You possess the most powerful tool in the known universe. It's between your ears. It must be rigorously developed. By your constant pursuit of knowledge coupled with developing skills of applying logic, reason to all your information sources. Turn away from people who demand your allegiance based solely on their word or faith alone. Faith alone is a blank check on logic. Reason coupled with facts and evidence should be your guideposts. Hate is a mental virus and can and will spread Like a physical virus. Be alert, for it is already in your world in epidemic proportions. Build bridges to others, not walls. With every hope for your future, Don Gross. And he does have a PS. If you don't like this, take it up with his Android.
7: It's great to be in such good company this morning with Diantha and the wisdom of Don Gross. I wanted to share with you uh, some thoughts from my perspective as an elder. We are born into a world of mystery and wonder, and there is no instruction book. We can't rely on instincts, as other animals do. We are totally dependent for a long time. I remember seeing the birth of a young colt, and in a matter of minutes, that young colt was running with his mother. But we're not designed like that. Without others, we perish. However, we have access to the experience of elders, To many who came before us, we can see their works, read their books, and hear stories. We have access to the thoughts of many of the best minds that have ever lived. And we must ensure that no one ever alters or denies that access. This is our time to extend and pass on the culture. William Faulkner very nearly raised the dead or at least made us aware of their presence when he said, the past is not dead, it is not even past. Much of what is blooming today has roots well established before we arrived. We live longer now, maybe because we need elders more than ever. Traditional cultures clearly understood the importance of elders. An awakening for me in my younger days, the days when I didn't trust anyone over 30, came in an art class when I recognized how much more interesting the face of an elder was a face that had not, how much more interesting the face of an elder was than the face that had not yet been sculpted by time and experience. These are difficult times. We're both victims and perpetrators of our difficulties. We need the wisdom of our ancestors and our elders. We have become youth obsessed to our detriment. Bruce Springsteen sings in the glory days about adults that have lost purpose and attempt to live in the past. It's not uncommon to see parents dressing like their teenage daughters or children. We want our babies to look like the cool kids. Our narrow focus and standards of relevance and beauty create divisions, judgment, and anxiety, which advertisers exploit, spawning a world of competition and celebrity and useless, useless products. The individual has become more important than the community at a time when all of us are needed. Our palette is red and blue these days. Some of that, of course, has grown from the past when the only colors were black and white. We no longer have time for serious conversations. We've grown accustomed to sound bites and Twitter rants. Our ignorance does not result from lack of information, but from a lack of a deeper understanding of where we have been and where we may be going. I can see further back than those that are younger. The times have changed. It seems harder to work together now. Individuals seeking money, power, and control know the game and how to play it. We are too often on the sidelines, vulnerable and distracted. I am connected to my brothers and sisters in rural America, where I grew up. We are not enemies. We... We must not be enemies. I see the damage of unbridled capitalism and extreme wealth. I I see the damage unbridled capitalism and extreme wealth has done there. My hometown was once a thriving community with with a strong connection to the land. But today, Walmart, Big Ag, chain stores define the landscape and the economy, preachers and politicians fuel the cultural wars that divide us. Our primary concern must be the future of all life on the planet, the future that belongs to our grandchildren. I want all our children to know the beauty and the joy that I have known. I will not be headed for the villages and another round of golf. A village without children is a place to die. Life for me is a grand miracle to be celebrated and nurtured and passed on. Time has given me the opportunity to be an elder, to be a grandparent. I cherish the gift. As a child, my grandparents were were missing from my life, but I know what an important role grandparents play. I cherish the adults who filled the void in my life. Some of our grandchildren live in distant places, but there are no lack of children right here. We elders can fill the void. We are the village and we must stay connected to all of our children. And just as our children need elders, so too does the village. And so too do elders need children in their lives. If we can connect our generations, we will all age better and enjoy more productive lives. I've seen change. I've seen the land desecrated and the people disrespected. In the words of Dylan, people going up to the buildings, going up to the sky people going down to the ground. We have to do better, and we can do better. We all have a part to play. As elders, (coughs) we can see further into the past, and with that perspective, we can more wisely extend the reach into the future. We can live authentic lives, mend our part of the web, and see the results of our own lives and the life, see the results in our own lives and in the life of our community. We can refuse to be limited by the status quo. We can demand the paradigm shift that survival requires. There's some things I understand and some things I can teach others. I intend to be connected to the future I will never see. I have become an elder and I embrace the role until it's a good day to die. I can't run as fast anymore, but that's not a problem because I prefer to go slow. There's so much to see and do here now in the present. So many native plants to acknowledge and nurture. So many people I've yet to meet. So much injustice to confront. So much damage to repair. I can only say hallelujah for the opportunity.
0: Thank you all, and I'd like to say that I'm still collecting wisdom seeds from our elders. If you'd like to be included in our little collection, please get it to me, and my email is in Breeze.
2: Please join me as we uh, extinguish our chalice together. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts
5: until we meet again. Marilyn Sewell writes, The church exists in part to remember, to rescue from a vast silence the stories of elders that might not otherwise be heard. May we rescue and honor their stories and may we carry them forward into our ministries and service to the world. Go in peace and enjoy your week. Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia, thanks you for listening to The Human Podcast. Background music, courtesy of Tim Moore from Pixabay.